Welcome to The Way Freedom Flies. I'm Anthony, and we are now two weeks out from the election, so I, or just less than two weeks out of the U.S. election. So I'm all hoping that you guys are getting excited and praying and putting in the time to have the correction status of the Lord finally come down on us and get in the right way because and, and help us turn this country around, I should say, because it needs it. We need uh, people that aren't crazy, that don't want to say that we need an annual booster shot and among want to kill babies, among other things, in offices that represent us. Uh, I was talking to a friend this week, and we were talking about the... Everyone keeps saying democracy, democracy, democracy here in the United States. And democracy is just a gateway drug to socialism. That's all it is. And we need to make sure that we're talking about it, that we are a constitutional republic, constitutional republic, and a constitutional republic, right? We need to get that stuff ingrained. Uh, one thing you know, I'm talking to my kids is explaining that difference between the two. And I really encourage you to go through and... Uh, you know, teach your kids, heck, me and my friend, we like to teach other people that there is a difference, right? You need to vote to keep your democracy. A democracy is mob rule, right? The mob gets the votes and they rule for that and the mob's way always wins. A constitutional republic is, it's, or technically it's a constitutional representative republic, right? And that means that the representation of each area is represented by one person for the area. It's a representation of it. It's not a uh, mob of the... Uh, you can't just go to like Chicago, L.A., and New York and then have all the votes you need, right? You need to talk to more people than just that. So th I mean, that is a big thing. But we're going down and we're getting down to the wire here. And I'm sure next week I'll have a little bit more. We are see, starting to see all these different debates happening. And that is, that's a, you know, a good thing to see these debates. But also, don't be fooled and don't be fleeced by these commercials and by lies trying to be told so that you get, so that people can get their vote. And, you know, I have some non-negotiables. I have some things, especially here in Wisconsin, you got to be uh, pro-life, number one, and for, first and foremost. And you can't be starting to take away my rights. And then you can't lie when you... <laughs> we'll talk about a current governor here in Wisconsin, uh, the uh, Tony Evers. Really dishonest person. You know, he wants a 15% tax cut, he's saying, for the <laughs> people of Wisconsin. However, Republicans are the ones that push for that. He's just writing off the coattails of what the Republicans did in the Assembly and the Senate here in Wisconsin. I don't like that. People that are dishonest never have the best prosperity in them. They never do. And they will reap what they're sowing at some point, which is not going to look good for Tony Evers, especially a lot of these other people. When you're, I, I get that there's a campaign to run, but I also understand that you have to be grounded in your faith in God to be honest at all times. If you're not honest at all times, you're not probably grounded in God. You're probably grounded in something else. That's not a good thing going forward, and something that 
people really need to pay attention to with all this craziness going on. Now, there's a lot of talk about who you should vote for, you know, especially as a Christian, where you need to vote, and all these, and where you need to vote for down your ballot, and all these other issues going on. And here's the really hard part wading through all of that, right? As a Christian, you have certain non-negotiables, right? You have to be in the Word, and you have to follow that. And you're hoping that the people that you're looking at are going to do the same thing. Those people that you're voting for are doing the same thing, following the same values. Now you have what they've said, these politicians, what they said, past and present, which makes it even harder. Because what happens if they've changed their mind? What happens if they have progressed one way to another? It's very hard to see where they may not stand or where they would stand on an issue because what happens if they change back again? That's something you're going to have to determine if they've changed their ways or if they're going to go back to their old ways, right? Or, you know, where do they currently stand? And one thing that I like to do is pray a lot on that and ask God for guidance on what needs to be happened because in the Bible we've seen, you know, a Damascus, right? A Damascus happened and when Paul was going to Damascus, right? He was, he had a guy coming on him. He was killing Christians, but yet he is one of the most uh, biggest authors here in the Bible as well um, that wrote a lot of the books, letters, and stuff like that that we read in the New Testament. That It's a pretty big deal, right? I guess all the Bible is a big deal, but, but that is in there. So how does that separate out what maybe somebody has done in the past and what they currently do today? That makes it a very difficult decision for us that are needed to discern and have the Lord push us in the right direction and show us what we need to understand so that we make the right decisions so we elect the right people come here November 8th. Now, I'm sure that you have the same issues whichever country you're in, and God bless you on trying to make those decisions here. It's just, you, maybe you have something a little bit clearer over there, but here it's a freaking mess. There's, some, there's not really regulations, and you can lie through your teeth as much as possible, and you got to dig through those lies, and you have to figure out where a person actually stands. And people don't always like to put all their issues on their website or where they stand on their web website. And they sometimes make a huge 180 turns, and you're hoping that you're going to elect the right people here. So, yeah, that, I mean, that's just some of the things I'm thinking about as we get prepared here for November, the next election cycle. And that's something I hope that we go all in the right direction with. I'm praying that we make the right decision on all these elected officials. I'm not saying that you... Um, Republican or Democrats are always good or bad but what I am saying is is that to be able to vote in the right way of what God is uh, what God is doing is uh, is helping us put ourselves to make sure and put what it puts ideas and and talks to us so that we can make the right decisions to put the people that we're 
um, godly people back into where they need to be. And maybe you don't have a choice between two godly people. That makes it even more difficult. Um, now, I do believe everyone should go out and vote. I do think that you should vote on the day because it's harder and harder to cheat if you vote on the day, if you come out, it's harder to get those numbers out. You already see little bits and pieces of them, you know, trying to fortify Nancy Pelosi saying she doesn't see a way that Republicans take back the House or the Senate, one of those two, or both. And you start getting these things of, oh no, there is fortification here. Ignore those. Ignore what the devil is trying to put in your head. God doesn't put fear in you. God doesn't go through and make you fearful of something. Right? That's the devil. That's the evilness trying to get you to not go out and act on your godly abilities. So I encourage you all to go out there, take other people, and go and vote. This is an important election. Every election is an important election. Your voices need to be heard. And I get that we've had a lot of fraud in the past. But if we don't start fighting this off by getting out to the polls, it's going to be hard to even start to even reverse this as it gets worse and worse. I, I, I've talked to a lot of people that they don't even know if they want to go vote. And I've tried to really encourage them that we have to still overwhelm, still try to get it back just so that we can fight. we got to fight on some level or we're going to have to go someplace else to be able to have our own <laughs> state, country, whatever else. And I don't know where we're going to, right? The United States is kind of like the last forefront here that we have before it's all taken over by crazies. And so we, we already have crazies in there. There's Joey B. Um, and what their craziness is doing, trying to force and keep inflation high on us to crush the um, everybody that makes less than a certain amount of money. I mean, if you're an ultra-wealthy, you're probably fine. If you're not, you're going to be feeling a lot of things right now. And that's what the administration is trying to do, is hurt you while you're not feeling good and make sure that you don't want to come out and vote and do it. That's exactly why we have to get out and vote. We have to make sure that to show Joy B and everybody else that we stand with God in this. We do not stand with the government. Government is not our God. And we have to make sure that they understand this. Uh, so this is, uh, this is, this is pretty interesting what's going on. I'm, ex I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I have some gut feelings and we'll, we'll see if, we'll see if that all gets, um, all turns out, but there's also some things that show, show out there. I'm trying not to worry, try not to, I'm just trying to get the information out there of what that's, what is happening, what could happen, but not worry about it, Right. Put that in the God's hands. Have God tell you what you need to do to prevent the fraud and everything else from coming or happening. But there, you can't really just go and worry about stuff. That's the same line of fear. God doesn't want you to have those things. He did not put those in you, right? That's the devil doing it. That's evilness. So just keep be mindful of that going forward so you can keep in mind. So. Why don't we switch topics a little bit? Let's have a little fun here, because I think that fun is what we is what God wanted us to have, and whatever we do, God wants us to have fun. And you know, Twitter can be a cesspool of craziness, but um, today 
what happened was Elon Musk brought a sink into the Twitter's headquarters and saying, let that sink in. Pretty funny, right? So it looks like the Twitter deal, you know, until it's finally signed and dotted and everything else, I'm not going to get too excited here. But it's pretty funny if Elon Musk is taking over, bring, and he had a video, brings in the sink, he's now said he's chief twit. I can't wait to see what changes that he brings to Twitter if it all goes through all the, you know, T's are crossed and I's are dotted because it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. Oh, man. It is um, taking back and following what Twitter's doing can really be something else. So, 75% <laughs> uh, of Twitter employees went through and uh, what the, they wrote a letter saying, you got to keep us or something else. And I'm going, well, uh, I don't know how the state works or anything like that, but the right to work is something that everyone should have, every business has, you know, that you they people have the right to work there they don't have the requirement to do to be employed there um if they're not needed right that's why you know when i do a job i try to do it to the best of go above and beyond because i want to make sure that i am a valuable asset to that now i believe that if twitter was doing that from the beginning you wouldn't have all this uh censorship and everything else a lot more people would be on there and you'd filter out all the bad stuff on twitter and not the what people are freedom of speech on twitter right there'd be that distinction now since we kind of don't really have that distinction it's just all just trying to be a echo box and controlling for elections to win it's not a great thing for anybody on there right and I think what we're going to see here is Elon's going to want to have it more open, more free speech. He's going to want people to use it. And if Twitter was already doing this, Elon would have never bought it because there would have been no need to buy it, right? Twitter would have been, oh yeah, fine, whatever. It had been working well. And so buying it would have been a much different task. It would have been worth more, etc. But they didn't, their employees did not value their employment there they thought that they could get away with stuff they didn't think that they were going to build the best platform possible and i think that's a, a fundamental difference in between how you how two parties in the united states i wish there was more but the two parties in the united states look at things one party wants to put their best effort forward all the time and make something better the other side wants to just be there and then receive things and I, to me, that doesn't work, right? Not that I even qualify for it, but this whole let's give out a handout to everyone that took out student loans. Now, it, there's a whole other argument here where we should have student loans be bankruptable and fine. That would cause a whole another thing I feel like would be a good thing for the um, a good thing for the uh, uh, student loan fiasco, but. The other side of this is that one side really wants to make sure that we follow the laws, restore, create, and make better, and lift people up so that they can have better lives than their uh, grandparents and parents before them. And I think that's 
one thing that is lost on the other side. We we want to put in work, right? We understand where how God has created us. And God has created us to do great things, to be a part of something bigger and not be a part of something that just sits there and receives and reaps off of it, right? And leeches off of it. Leeches aren't really... Leeches don't really survive well unless they have a horse organism to <laughs> live off of. So why is this huge, this election being so hugely, vastly, you know, showing off is that right now there's two sides that are very vastly different. This has happened in the past couple elections, but as you see, when the country's in need, it's exacerbated because now people don't want to live in that um, in that abyss of you know begging and pleading. They want to be able to provide and create and everything else. So you get these swings. Once you have a successful arena, then people think, oh, they forget about this thing. And we got to be conscious about this going forward. We have to keep in there and put in our minds that. That we have the ability to really go forward and keep on creating. And that when elections comes, don't just throw the throw out what you've already experienced. But take off those experiences and remember what happened when one side tries to do something to really control you and push you down. So, yeah, it's uh, it's been a fun time. And I think people just need to remind everyone of that. So... Now, I, I've been I, I I like to file finances on different companies. I think it's fun, and what's interesting is there's Meta, right? Facebook, Facebook changed their name to Meta, and what is interesting is that Meta, in Greek, means among, with, after, right? The 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 death is something, the afterlife the um you basically I, I the way i was see it and read it is the the death verse right and it's been kind of interesting because mark zuckerberg has lost what's like 75 billion dollars of net worth his company's struggling and you start looking at this and you're trying to figure out why right why is this such a problem and here you look at it why would somebody like call their company meta which in greek means death maybe he didn't under didn't know that maybe he did but it's interesting that the company is kind of following that suit and where the company's been Right, it was. It used to be up there. It used to be the, one of the top tech companies in the world by market cap and everything else. Has really fallen from grace. And is that um, is that going to continue? Will be really interesting to see how that's going forward. I think when you take your eyes off of where God is and where God uh, puts you in a company you're starting to see that 
you lose focus on where you need to go and then for this instance right your company is going to dive down into um, not making it the way it used to be and that's uh that's something to really keep in mind because how do I put this when you're when you're looking at things right and you're you see how God puts you in a certain area and you need to be focused on doing it for God and not something else not for yourself I don't change your path because of something you thought change your path because of what God wants you to do and that is one big thing that's been going going through my head here. I read a couple days ago, the owner of Hobby Lobby. Um, he, I'm still trying to understand everything going there, but he was getting kind of frustrated with what can he do more of. He wants to give back more to God with all his wealth and everything else, and he's trying to get more. Basically, Hobby Lobby giving it, giving that profit to God, which is really a huge kind of deal I think on uh, where he is kind of going I I appreciate the people out there that really want to put the best foot forward and put their life into being uh, in stewards of the gifts that God has given them I think that's amazing and in fact I wish I do did a better job of that I, I hope over time I do a better job showing him hey this is what uh, what I want to do giving back more to God each and every day I think is is a great thing to happen I think if we take our eyes off of it sometimes we really need to make sure that we can be refocused right Th that's a big deal so th there is that going on right now and I'm pleased that I was, I mean, reading the story, I, I encourage you to go read the story about the Hobby Lobby owner and what he's doing about it because I think that this is a huge, uh, a huge little ability to, uh, a huge ability to kind of show people that it's not just, that godly stuff is not just uh, done, you know, in little secrets all the time. It can be big announcements that showing people of how to live their life and this is one of them right Hobby Lobby Chick-fil-A they're closed on Sundays those are you know shopping wise that's one of the biggest days everybody's off um, going out there both of them miss out on all those sales but what's happened is that they've grown over time and they've done a really good job of that so you, you can't really go through and say they made a wrong decision it looks like they made the right decision and God blessed them in that right decision no matter how little it is or how different it is uh, a lot of times your these decisions they make are for the, the for the glory of God not for the glory of people so just and as you think about that right you have to make those same exact decisions you have to go through and what's in your life to make your own personal decision i think that's a that's a big deal as well so here we go again we got people that are trying to get boosted up saying that we have to be boosted all the time 
And, uh, yeah, Joe Biden got boosted. Demented Joe got boosted again, saying that we're going to need an annual booster. He's got his fifth shot. I have to say, quite impressed. Five shots, still living. Those drugs that they must have him on work really well. Uh, I'm concerned about anyone kind of pushing this. And I don't think it should be used for kids. I think if you're an adult and you want to experiment on your body, as long as it doesn't affect me, fine. I, I wish that you all the best. I wish that you would maybe do some research first but I'm not going to you know go into down the road of trying to stop you because of what your choices are so that's where I kind of stand on that but this shot needs to stop this this shot needs to really be tested first before we kind of aim well, it's been tested. We need to really look at the data and have the data collected so we understand what exactly is happening. I, done are the days of us trying to go through and really trying to, uh, you know, argue, is this a good or bad shot? No, we just got to take the data and where it is. And with all these people, you know, developing myocarditis, you know, having heart issues, um, this is not okay. People dying suddenly. Why is that? People having, you know, te even temporary paralysis in, or, you know, Bell's palsy or whatever else. These things all need to be looked into and we need to get information on this of what really is happening. We cannot just go through and say, this is all okay, continue doing it. Right? Maybe you're okay with having, you know, keep getting injected until you know something major happens to you but putting it out there and saying that this is required because it's it works when it doesn't and it causes side effects and now they're saying there's research out there that if you were to get at least a the the third booster unvaccinated do have better outcomes and not getting sick from covid than you do that is an issue and is this being told to people this all needs to be everything needs to be told to the person doctors are that do not stand up against this and do not inform patients are part of the problem they are uh, complicit in all of this which is a shame right i think the medical industry especially pushing the the cdc passed the covid shot for the um or they announced it for the uh, childhood vaccine program them pushing this, I think, is the final straw of breaking the medical industry's vaccines back. Why do I say that? Well, I say that because now you've pushed something that had no official testing, nothing like that. You don't record the side effects, and you're shoving it down everybody's throat and hoping that everyone's going to agree with you. That's not the way you do something if you're trying to get something passed or whatever else. Psychology, you just worked right against it, whatever. We won't get into that side. But... You now are putting everybody, every parent in there trying to protect their child. And now that's going to get magnified. And any, and any doctor that's willing to back this for a child is probably going to be looked at and somebody that's only going to have a certain sector of people go to them now. And what does that look like going forward? I don't know. But I don't think it's going to be good.
I pray for these, especially the children, that their parents force these kids to get the shots. I pray that they get healed. I mean, and that they can turn around because they may not have the life their parents were thinking that they have because of what they've put their kids through. And that's sad. That's really sad. So, that's all I really have for today. You could go on for a little bit longer, but a lot longer. There's a lot of craziness going on. But I, w I really want to talk about just the voting aspect of it and thinking of where God's going to put you, right? Where does somebody's decisions go and how do you react to the decision and where do you think that they will go going forward? I think it's a big deal. So with that, I want to say thank you guys for listening to The Way Freedom Flies. Don't forget to share this podcast out and help this podcast grow. I really appreciate that. Until next time, I'm praying for everybody out there. And God bless.